What is up guys, it's me again, your host Jalen, here for another podcast of Love and Basketball, The Great NBA Debates, the number one podcast in the world. Sadly today, my previous guest, who now is my co-host, is sick, so he won't be here today to discuss these topics, but that won't stop the show, we're going to discuss the NBA anyways without him like he is here today. So alright, we have a whole month into the NBA right now, the preseason was epic, it was so many moves that happened, which led to a great season so far it's only been a month but i'm really really enjoying it the wild storylines is going on players that weren't good last year that's performing this year seeing these different teams work together i'm i'm just really really having a ball with this nba season but now let's hop into these questions the first question is what team is surprising you the most so far well, for me, obviously, I would have to say the Boston Celtics. This team is really, really surprising me. With the whole trade during the offseason, Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley to the Pistons for Alfred Morris, also the addition of Gordon Hayward. I thought the Celtics wouldn't be as good as they are now because like, they lost their entire team last year. So I thought that they would not be where they are now because they're number one in the East. 18-3, and three, like leading the East by a lot. They're four games above the Cavs, and then they're also three games above the Pistons, so their record right now, I just, it shocks me so much. Kyrie Irving is proving all the haters wrong who doubted him with that trade because a lot of people was mad that he left the Cavs that he wanted to leave, so a lot of people was like, oh, he's not a good ball player. He's going to go to the Celtics. He's going to be average, but he came to the Celtics. He's showing everybody that he can lead a team. Because he hasn't had the chance to lead a team for like a whole four or five years ago when he was on the Cavs before LeBron and Kevin Love came. So now that he's on the Celtics, leading this team the best in the NBA right now, he's proving everybody that he knows what he's doing. Also, sadly, Gordon Hayward got hurt in that first game and he broke his ankle, so he won't be here the whole season. But I feel like that injury possibly help the Celtics because without Gordon Hayward we have Jalen Brown who was a rookie last year now he's a sophomore he's playing really really good he's stepping up more now that he has more minutes and he's showing that he's going to be a great player in the future also Marcus Smart who's been on the Celtics for a while he really didn't get that many minutes with Avery Bradley and Isaiah Thomas running the one and two but now that Gordon Hayward's hurt he's getting more minutes at the two and he's also showing that he's a great great player so it's just amazing to see the Celtics be so good after so many people doubted them for their offseason moves. I'm a huge Kyrie Irving fan. He's probably my second favorite player, but I'm glad to see him doing good on the Celtics. Who knows? Maybe the Celtics will come out the East. It's a long way from now, but we'll see. They went on a 16-game winning streak, which was very long, so playoff time, we'll see if they can beat the Cavs, or maybe they won't even play the Cavs the way the Cavs are playing right now. Next question, what team is disappointing you? Sadly, I would have to say the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, they are not performing well. Last year, OKC finished 6th in the West, but now they're currently 10th in the West. But during the offseason, they got Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. Many people thought that this team could compete with the Warriors to come out the West, but right now, they're really not showing anybody that they're even going to make the playoffs. Last year, Russell Westbrook, he averaged a triple-double. His numbers were phenomenal. But with the additions of these two players, 
players. He's really not playing like last year. But that was like expected. Everybody knew that with Carmelo and Paul George coming to the team, that Russell Westbrook wouldn't be averaging insane numbers because he has two other superstars. But the fact that they're eight and eleven right now, they're behind the Los Angeles Lakers. Like that's disappointing to be behind the Los Angeles Lakers. They're behind them and they're looking like they're not going to make the playoffs. Currently, they're on a two-game losing streak. So if they keep playing the way they do, they probably won't make the playoffs, which would be very sad because that's a team that everybody expected to go to the Western Conference Finals. And it's just upsetting to see them not perform the way they are or the way they should be performing. All right, next question. What player is surprising you the most? I would have to say Kristaps Porzingis. This man is playing crazy this year. Last year, when he was on the Knicks with Carmelo, I thought he was a great player then, but the fact that he had Carmelo and Derrick Rose and other players with him, it was hard for him to shine. But now that he's like the face of the Knicks, he's proving to everybody why he should be the face of the Knicks. Like, let's look at his numbers. This year, he's averaging 27.3 points. Last year, he was averaging 18.1. That's a whole nine-point increase. Like, he's really balling this year. Then also, he's leading the league in blocks this year with 2.3 blocks. Christos Porzingis is really the man this year. Sadly, those phenomenal stats aren't leading to wins because the Knicks are currently 10-9 and and 9th in the East, and everybody knows that the East is an easy conference. So the fact that they're not even in the top eight, which is the playoff picture, shows that they need more than just Christos Porzingis. But on the bright side, like I said, Christos Porzingis, he's proving that in years, he will be a phenomenal player because this is only his third year he's averaging numbers like that. He's going to be a star. And then also for a power forward or a big man, his three-point percentage is currently 40%. That's a huge increase from last year, which was 35%. It's a whole 5% increase. It may not sound like a huge increase, but for percentage-wise, that's a huge increase. Then he also increased at the free throw line. Last year was 78%. Now he's at 83%. Christopher Zingas is getting much, much better. And he's going to be a force to reckon with in the near future. All right, next question. What player is disappointing you the most this year? I would have to say Jimmy Butler, and it's very hard for me to say that. Jimmy Butler, I love Jimmy Butler. Not only did he go to Marquette, but he also played for the Bulls. The Bulls is my favorite team, and he was the man on the Bulls when Derrick Rose got hurt. I became a huge Jimmy Butler fan. Even follow him on social media, that's how much I like Jimmy Butler. I don't follow too many sport players on social media, but Jimmy Butler's just a nice guy. And to see the way he's playing this year really, really disappoints me. This year, he's averaging 17.4 points last year he averaged 23.9 that's a whole six nearly seven point decrease so that's very upsetting to see jimmy butler not be like that at the same time i kind of knew jimmy butler would have performed the way he did last year like i said last year he was on the bulls he was the man of the team the ball like ran through him the offense ran through him now he's on the timberwolves with two other superstars car anthony towns and andrew wiggins i kind of knew his numbers would drop a bit but i just didn't expect it to drop that much like i still thought he was going to average at least 20 points a game but he's not right now and then his assist amounts decreased too which is kind of hard for me to intake because I thought like with him having better teammates his assists should increase but as we see it decreased last year was 5.5 this year is 4.3 and then also his field goal percentage decreased not by a lot though just by two percent but his three-point percentage increased which is kind of good but the way Jimmy Butler's playing right now most likely he may not make the all-star game and I know in the east 
it was easier to make the All-Star game with it not being that many other superstars in that conference. But now that he's in the Western Conference, he should have stepped up his game because he may not make the All-Star game, which is very disappointing because, like I said, I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan. The West has too many small fours or fours, period, for him to make the All-Star game with the way he's playing because these numbers last year may make the All-Star game easy. This year, he has many more small fours in front of him. For instance, we got Carmelo, whose numbers is a little better. We got Paul George, whose numbers is better. Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, so many small fours out there. Marcus Aldridge, Kawhi Leonard, even though he's not playing right now because he's still hurt, but... Yeah, so take back Kawhi Leonard. Anyways, like I said, there's many more fours in the West that's putting up decent numbers that makes Jimmy Butler looks like he won't make the All-Star game. Alright guys, enough with the questions. On to the debate. Alright, so like I said, my co-host isn't here today, so I won't be debating with anybody. This debate may be a little one-sided. Anyways, I'ma still share my side. And the debate question is, who will win MVP? Without question, I easily think it's going to be James Harden. His numbers this year are out the roof. Like, his numbers are crazy. But many people would disagree with me about that. They think that Giannis Atimbukumpe, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can never pronounce his name. Anyways, people think that Giannis is going to win the MVP. Sorry to say, currently in the MVP race, he's sixth. He was one, actually, at the beginning of the year. Then he dropped down to two because James Harden took the number one spot. But now he's dropped down to sixth in the MVP race. Giannis was doing really, really good at the beginning of the season, but his numbers decreased a bit. He's still averaging out-the-roof numbers because it's Giannis. But his numbers aren't MVP numbers yet. They decreased a bit. Also, the way the Bucks are playing, they're really not good enough for Giannis to win the MVP because they're currently 10th in the East with a 500% record, 9-9. And there's only been one time an NBA MVP did not make the playoffs. That was in the 1975-76 to season where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar won it with the Lakers. They finished 9th in the West with a 40-42 and record, which was a losing record. That was the first time and only time an MVP did not make the playoffs, which, like y'all see, is very rare if the Bucks keep playing the way they do and not make the playoffs. Giannis' numbers can be really good, but probably won't win the MVP because his team just not good enough. But back to James Harden and why I think he's going to win the MVP. Right now, he's averaging 31.4 points a game. He's leading the league in points per game right now. Then he's also averaging 9.8 assists, which is also leading the league in assists per game. Last year, he led the league in assists per game with 11.2. He decreased a bit with 9.8, but he's still leading the league. So, as y'all see, his numbers are really, really good. And also not being biased because James Harden actually is my favorite player. It's him, then Kyrie Irving. Anyways, James Harden, I feel like he got cheated out of the MVP these last two years. Last year, I think he should have won it over Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double, but his team was not performing good enough. And then I feel like James Harden should have won it. And the year before that, when Steph Curry won it his second time, I feel like James Harden's numbers that year were also really good enough to win the MVP, but he got cheated that year. But this year, third time's a charm. I think he's going to get it this year because he's simply dominating the league right now. Second in the MVP race is Kyrie Irving, which his numbers is much, much much lower than James Harden's. For instance, Kyrie Irving is only averaging 22.5 points per game. Like I said, James Harden is averaging 31.5. And then Kyrie Irving is only averaging 5.2 assists per game. James Harden is averaging 9.8. Kyrie Irving is averaging 2.1 rebounds per game. And 
James Harden is averaging 4.9. So as we see, James Harden's numbers is much better than the second MVP in the MVP race. Yes, Kyrie Irving is leading the Celtics to a great, great season so far with their record, as I previously stated. But the Rockets are also really good. They're number one in the West right now. So the fact that Kyrie Irving and his team is really good really doesn't mean much when the Rockets are just as good. Because the Rockets are currently 15-4 and four and the Celtics are 18-3. and three. So it's really a one-loss difference right now between the Rockets and the Celtics. And then third in the MVP running, we got LeBron James. His his numbers are close, very close to James Harden's actually. He's averaging 28.6 points per game, 8.3 assists, and 7.3 rebounds. He's beating James Harden in rebounds, but that's it. The Cavs had a rocky start to the season. That's why LeBron James is low, and LeBron James is having to do so much right now. I feel like his numbers are going to decrease a little bit during the season as the Cavs start to find themselves because right now, they're really not playing as good as people expected. So when they start to get more team chemistry and like learn how to move the ball and defense and all that and offense I feel like his numbers will decrease because other players numbers will start to increase and he won't have to be that player doing everything during the game so right now LeBron James is doing good but I predict that later on in the season his numbers will decrease a bit which makes James Harden stand out even more so that's why I think James Harden is going to win the MVP but all right guys it's going to wrap up this podcast love and basketball the great NBA debates episode number two like I said, I'm sorry that my co-host was sick and wasn't here to debate with me because, you know, I would have easily won because, you know, he doesn't know much about basketball. But, yeah, this is your host, Jalen, signing out. See you next week, guys. Deuces.